Hey, what's up? Hey, Keenan. All right, so today, guys, we are going to be tuning in to the first episode of Struggles of a Teen in America. So the first topic we're going to hit is relationships and stress. So my perspective of a relationship in high school is, is, uh, crap, it is, I'm sorry. If you aren't looking for something real, like a, a lifelong relationship, then it's practically pointless because relationships aren't the real point in high school anyway. Um, I believe socialization in high school is nice, but that's not the point of school. Your education is key in high school. I mean, most of the time, relationship status is all teens want, you know, just to say, well, yeah, I have a boyfriend or I have a girlfriend, and that supposedly makes people see you in a different light. But love isn't something that you would really, really know about as a teen, you know, because it takes years to find the true definition of love. Like, you can't just go look up the definition on the Internet and say, okay, that's what I need to give and get, because love means something different to everyone, which is why it's so hard to find. Um, okay, Keenan, I, I believe relationships also cause stress, and you shouldn't really be stressed. Why? Well, I mean, because you shouldn't really be stressed about people or what they think about you. You ought to be stressed about anything, uh, anything but that, you know, like your grades and things like that. Because in the long run, your grades and GPA can get you somewhere in life, whereas a relationship can't. Another key point in stress, I believe, is family. What do you think about that, Keenan? Yeah, that's fact right there sex i mean family will do their best to just push you and think they're helping when it really just feels like they're riding your ass all the time and it's really annoying and you think i wish they would just let me be when really if they did you would feel like like they don't really care at all like it's my life let me be my person yeah i mean parents can be helpful or hurtful depending on your perspective of motivation if you like people riding your back, pushing you, then I guess strict parents are good for you. I mean, somewhat people who don't really have parents make it farther because they think, okay, well, they don't care about me. They don't think I can do it. So I'll prove that I'm better and I can do it. So what's your perspective on stress in relationships, Keenan? All right, so <clears throat> stress to me. It's like, it's just a pre-anger. You know what I'm saying? Do you know how we have, like, pre-assessments? Stress, like, pre-anger. It's like you're one step away from losing your mind. That's stress. I totally feel you. And and ships, most real like true love relationships that's supposed to calm down stress like most relationships supposed to give you love that you never felt or before in your life true and 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 not just sex just like just hugging kissing that that's true love right there you know, all that good stuff. You know, like, I don't want your Wi-Fi password. I just want to spend time with you kind of. Uh, exactly. You know, like. Oh, my God. It just read my mind. Right. Like, it's. Bam. That's all it is, you know. 
Oh, I miss my girlfriend. Aw. You'll see her. We should hang out. She's my wallpaper. I gave my I gave my password to my phone. <sighs> True love and loyalty. Better than that, loyalty. loyalty. Loyalty is something that most teenagers can't do in high school because not only do they not know the Hormones definition raging. of love, hormones raging. That's yeah, right there. Right there. Point. Point. Right there, like you're eventually going to get tired of whatever you have or whatever you're dating because you're still in that young age where you want to explore. You know what I mean? That was me last year. Oh my god, I I, I cheated on my girlfriend last year. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm staying straight up. Like right now, I'm I'm more mature, so I understand. I learn from my mistakes. So. True. So speaking of mistakes, let's talk about. Mistakes, not only in relationships, but friendships. I mean, Ooh. fake friends. That's something that you're always going to have, but especially yeah. in high school. Oh, yeah. Especially, yes. <clears throat> so what's your perspective on fake friends? Okay. Uh, I'm kind of evil, so I would keep them around, and I'll make them trust me. So if they turn their back on me... I'll tell their secrets, so I'm I'm evil like that. Wow, that, that's right. why I have that's why I have a small circle. I just have like five okay. or ten people. So Keenan has just completely ignored the fact that this has been to help you guys make decisions and okay. has given you a bad influence. Okay, to just like keep a small circle. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. So that's well, that's keep... actually a really good point there, Keenan. Mm. If you keep a small circle, you know, clicks and stuff like that, that's not something that you should really get into because then again, you're gonna they, they, wind up not gangs like that, just like Yeah, just gangs like are not good. Friends in high school. Like friends that consider a family. Yeah, good friends that'll like help you with your work and help Life. you with your relationship advice and meet your family, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Aww. You're my family. Aww. You're going to say it back. <laughs> anyway. Bet. Bet. You're my family. I want my grapes. Oh, my God. Be quiet, water sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to cap. <laughs> All right, guys. Enough of the inside jokes. So, one of another things that leads up from fake friends is beef. And another term for beef is just like, um, let's see here. <laughs> what, what is so funny? I'm sorry, go ahead. Anyway, beef, you know, like problems between each other, things like that. So, what's your perspective on, quote unquote, beefing with other people? Oh. My perspective on beef is it's like someone who just irritates your soul just because they don't like you. But if you don't like me, then why are you in my life? Exactly. That is, okay, that's facts right there. Like, if you aren't cool with me, then I'm going to cut you off 
quicker exactly. than scissors cuts a piece of paper. And like fire cut paper, chainsaw cut wood, knife cuts blood and skin. Okay, that's getting a little bit too dark. <laughs> um, so, cutting people off is definitely something you should do. If you have beef with someone, I wouldn't really like, unless they come for you, don't come for them. You know, because like, Facts. if you come for someone and they didn't come for you, you never know. They might. They might have been right before apologizing and telling you what really happened in their mind, and you can see their perspective, and you can see their perspective. I mean, and they can see your perspective. It's kind of like a 6-9. I know this sounds crazy. It's kind of like a 6-9 kind of thing, you know? You see 6, yeah, if you flip it this way, and then you flip it the other way, and you'll see yeah, 9. Yeah, that, yep, yep. But, like... <laughs> like, if someone... Talks talks about you behind your back. They they just pawns it like don't don't got the balls or they're not brave enough to say to your face. And people can say stuff about me all they want. I don't care. But if they hit me, I have the right to beat them up because it's self defense. True. So True. I should not get in trouble. They should. That they escalate the problem by hitting me. <clears throat> escalation definitely a key point in beef like if we have beef and we're arguing and you know like you're like i want to fight you becky and then you're like okay christina what do you got and then you guys just start fighting i mean it's just like you're a whore oh my god stop like right anyway um we completely skipped over cutting people off so let's go back to that um, what I'm going to say is friends is something that you need that to you know well. Done. Friendship is something you need to know well in order to know how to associate with others and how to know when to cut someone off. Because friendship is something that you're not necessarily going to need, but it is going to help you in different types of way, you know, menti- mentally, you know, uh, sociologically, all that kind of stuff is going to keep you healthy because you have friends and all that. Other people are like, yeah, I have like 50 friends. But the truth is, they're not friends. Wow. They're acquaintances. And another truth about that is that they're not real. If you don't have friends that are 100, like 100% down to earth with you, that'll keep your secrets, tell you anything, like, <clears throat> then what's the point of having them in your life if they're not going to talk to you and help you with your problems and things like that. Yep. And another thing about That's... that is that even when you do tell your friends, quote unquote, you know, even they're, though they're not, your secrets, all that stuff can be spilled in school on social media. Actually, social media is a really good topic. Let's do that real quick. Yep. It's like social media is not live. Like, you can go on Instagram and be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, bro, I have a million followers. I'm so popular. But do they know you, though? Right. So, like, you can have all these fake followers on Instagram on your dancing profile. I'm definitely not going to say any names here, but you all know who I'm talking about. Um all these like <laughs> all these fake followers and stuff and you know that'll definitely attract people to you at school but 
it doesn't really make you Any catfish. Popular kids honestly aren't they're oh they're God. very overrated. Popular like quote popular kids unquote. It's just like <clears throat> people who like who in gang that's to me just like just like so annoying. Oh my god, just give me Oh, they'll keep getting irritated right now. I think so popularity is like a, a good. It's nothing. I mean, yeah, technically it is nothing. It means absolutely nothing. But the t- definition of popularity in high school is something that makes you different, that draws everyone to you, or something that makes you special that draws everyone to you. Because, like, you can be super good at math, but it's not an interesting topic. So you're not going to be quote unquote yeah. popular. You're just going to be like one of the nerds or whatever. Let's see, you're you're different. So let let's say like you're an actor or you're gay. You're going to have all those people that are interested in that type of stuff. All of those people who are actors and in the LGBT community drawn towards you because you guys have something in common. But they're not real friends. Dang. It's just like peers, like who I really don't care what people think. And what I understand is like the different kind of cliques in school. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like we're all the same. We all go to school to, to learn, but if they want to learn, if you want to drop class, they just leave. Yeah, like don't come to school. school. If you're going to come to school to do everything but learn, stay at home because. <laughs> It's it's extremely irritating to the people who are actually trying to learn and get somewhere and get That's, good grades. Stay at home, go on the streets, whatever. It's your life. If you end up dead or retarded or jobless, that's your life. You chose this path. True. You choose your own path, which is why you do not need fake friends. Fake friends will lead you in a path that will take you somewhere bad just to see what happens to you so they'll know if they can do it too. And I know this, not from experience, but from many, many, many different uh, things that I've witnessed. Mm. I, I, I ain't ever been fake. Like, if you're my friend, and I and I feel like I, could, I can consider you as family, then, like... You can tell me anything. We can tell each other anything. We're basically best friends. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, so let me give you an example here. If me and Keenan are like, hey, every day, and we start gossiping, like, oh, my God, did you hear what uh, BJ did? Yeah, Je- Jennifer said about Brittany. Oh, yeah, my God. That kind of she's got small titties, kind of and, and she's a slut. Jesus Christ. That kind of thing. <laughs> so, and, but, and then... You know, like, we'll come across a topic about, like, makeup or something like that. And he tells an embarrassing story about himself. So, I mean, you can keep that secret, and that'll make that person gain your trust. Just like Keenan said earlier, he's going to make you gain your trust, but if you turn on him, he's going to spoil your secrets. The opposite about that is that they can keep your secrets, which will make you trust them. And once you trust them enough to let them tell you what to do... It is definitely not going in a good direction for you because they can tell you, hey, Becky, go over there and punch the lunch lady in the face. It'll be funny. Everyone's going to love it. And then you do it and you get suspended. Like, I mean, I know it's like the stupidest example in the world, but. 
I, I just thought something. Okay. Right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, this may be deep. Hold up. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm I'm in a chess team, and our chess mentor said, like, there's a good decision, and there's a great decision. And to me, like, right now, I just thought of life just like chess. Two paths. <clears throat> it's it's a good it's a good path or a great path. And if you move, if you do one stuff, you do one thing in your life, you gotta be gotta be prepared to like back it up. You know what I'm saying? That so like say makes hella sense. Like I can totally understand yes. that. Like you have to be prepared and you have to have a plan in order to get okay, yeah. I, I hear you out like so much. I want know. to elaborate for a second. <laughs> so like <clears throat> okay, don't get mad because like this kind of connects to you, but I say someone's fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you're sitting there watching the fight. There's two paths you can go. Either record you it, can record you know, it or break it up right there. And see, hey. I am definitely the type to break up a fight. Same, same. Like, I, I literally just did that last week. And it actually wasn't, it's not that, I mean, okay, well, I can't say that because it, I've only broken up, like, you know, three fights. But it's not that hard to stand in between two people and keep your arms out until security or whoever is in charge gets there. Because in the long mm-hmm. run, if you record it, you're like you are like the trashiest person in that room. If you're gonna record somebody getting beat up and then post it and like world star you're pussy. world star, world star this, world star that, yeah. Snapchat. Oh my god, put this on the gram, bro. Like, oh my god, shut up, <laughs> get out. It's so stupid. Like you're watching people fight is less interesting than us hearing about your love life. Like, you can be on Instagram Live and be like, oh my god, I'm so sad, Britney broke up, and then I'm just gonna, like, swipe to the next story, because that's not interesting. And you think that recording a fight is gonna get you popularity, when it's really just gonna get you hated by everyone. Ooh. I felt that. Because... I broke up so many fights in my life. Wax like the peace. And I only been in one fight in my whole life. That's how peaceful I am. I have only been in one fight and it's crazy because I was in first grade. I was in fourth. And how I got in a fight, <clears throat> my, my my friend was hurt and people was mess- messing with him. So I got mad. I pushed everybody off. I said, hey, calm down. Someone came up to me, punched me in the face. Mm. I punched him back. We started fighting. Security came, broke us up. We went back to class. We went to the lunchroom and ate lunch. We haven't talked to each other in one month. Then we came, and then we became cool. That's just crazy. I don't like people messing with people. Oh, I'll just get yeah. mad. I had pick on someone my size. Yeah, like I totally yeah, hate tall. that. Pick I'm on a... someone your own size. Pick on someone that can actually face you. 
if you're facing someone weaker than you, that just makes you look like a pussy. And I'm going to say that one more time in a different light. If you're going to fight someone, fight them one-on-one. Because two against one, three against one, four against one. You know what you look like? You look like a bitch. And and the one and the guy who get double team, if they beat you up, that they stronger than you. So no wonder you brought back up. I mean, why would you have someone fight for you unless you're afraid? Be your own person. Do you? Like, if one of my friends get in a fight, I'll be right there. Like, I'll just be just sitting back. Like, go ahead, do your thing. And if someone jump in to be up my friend, I'm jumping in too. I'm like, hey, back up. What's up? Fight me too. It goes over to him. What's up? I'm here. I'm here. Hello. Like, come on now. Facts. You don't have a friend that's going to fight for you verbally, mentally, physically. physically. They're not a friend. Like, I'm a true friend. Like, I have so many friends that I will fight for. Like, if I said I was going to kill myself right now, Keenan would nonstop call me until I answer, and we would talk this mm-hmm. over. He wouldn't be like, oh, I will well, I hope home. you feel better, and then leave me alone for the night, because that's not what friends do. I'll love your phone for real. Try me. Like, if this was a freaking Samsung, my phone would explode. Androids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I feel bad. Oh. <laughs> that was me. I love androids. Spider-Man had an android. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flip phone game. <laughs> <laughs> Classic me. Oh, Jesus. All right. So, another topic <clears throat> that I think we should hit is let me see i don't know whether i should say this or not say it you, you sure <clears throat> i Sorry. should say it maybe crushes that is <gasps> oh big. like so big oh, yeah, yeah. in Real. high school mm. crushes I, I are like crush. A crush is one of the main reasons that people in high school can't keep loyalty. Like, you can date someone for three months, break up with them, and then two weeks later, you're going to see somebody that's like, oh, I've known them for a while, they're funny, they make me laugh, we have pictures together, we've hugged. Like, I've never been mad at them. And you're just going to be like, automatically in your brain, oh, we would be such a good couple. And then you realize what you had before was better, but you can't go back because of the way that you made that person feel. Dang. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I had crushed in the beginning of the year. As soon as I saw her, my jaw dropped. I'm like, wow, she's so beautiful. But I was too scared to talk to her. And now, like, two months passed. Me, her gone out. So you got to believe in yourself. There's no fear in life. Gotta have no fear. Do you take risks? Alright. And when Keenan says take risks, he does not mean stupid. Do stupid stuff. Like, you can take risks by sending a risky text message. 
and like then get yeah. one back and you'll be so happy but don't take stupid risk like standing in the middle of the street like woo i'm gonna take this risk and see if i don't get hit by a car you know what i mean don't yeah. don't yep. be risky about and- obvious situations but a lot like don't rob a bank if like this I won't get caught and like an hour later you might get shot. Like it there's two types of risk. It's just like Lalo said. The dumb risks or like the like or the life changing risks. The dumb ones is just like you said, staying in the street, not getting hit, but you will get hit. The life changing is like sending an application to Harvard Kroger's. Yeah, Harvard, yeah, Harvard, yeah, Harvard. And like a week later, you might get accepted. That was a risk. You were scared they might not get accepted, but you did. And that's life changing. It is. Don't be scared. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. When Keenan says, don't be scared. That is completely, like, that's not something that you shouldn't listen to, but always fear something. Don't be fearless. Thanks. Because you will wind up one of two places, which is jail or dead. And I don't think any of us want that. Don't think that that you're immortal. Don't think that, like... We all can die at any second. You know, and most people just do that for popularity. They're like, all right, so everyone's thinking I'm a lame or whatever, you know, so I'm going to get some hoes. I'm going to wear all red. I'm going to be blowing up, you know, blood signs, all that good stuff. And then next thing you know, you're living like you're living the life for a while. Everyone's all with you and all that. They're like, gang, gang, whatever. And then next thing you know, you you're shot and you're in the hospital and you're in a coma. Your mom's crying, and you can hear her, but you can't say anything to her. And it's just, like, the saddest thing ever, you know what I mean? Yo. <clears throat> like, you have to put, I know this, this, not, this might not sound right, but you have to put other people's feelings first before yours. Say you're about to commit suicide, <clears throat> and you're not thinking, you're just doing it. As soon as someone bars in your room or the bathroom, <clears throat> you're laying down, lifeless, they're crying. How, how do you think they will feel? <clears throat> like, you gotta think ahead before you do something. You got to predict what will happen. Like, if I go outside right now and run away, how do you think everybody else feel? Like, that they might be worried because I am a very talkative person. Like, you can be in hell looking up on them or maybe in heaven looking down on them waiting for the reaction and then someone walks in the room and you're like wait they aren't laughing and then you're like well i just made the biggest mistake of my life and i can't take it back it's no redos no redos in life it just yeah you're not gonna come back as like a little puppy or something you're just gonna die (laughs) just like chess just like chess like if you cannot you get your pawn you your or your queen or your king back, you know? Rook. Mm, yep. <clears throat> Life is just like chess. That's my quote. <clears throat> I think... I don't know. Depression is something that we should definitely talk about. Mm, yep. 
I'm going to let you start this one off. Go ahead. Ladies first. Uh, save the best for last. God damn it. Um, age, age for beauty. Ah, oh, come on. Uh, fine. All right. So, <laughs> I am definitely going to say, um, you know, depressive disorders are treatable, but it's important to seek professional help. If you're depressed, don't just go to your friends and all that, because it's really not going to help. Talking to friends about something like that can actually make it worse. And... Like, I don't, I don't know how to explain this. Depression is not something that you can have and then completely get rid of. You know what I mean? Like, you can have depression and go to a therapist for three years and then completely forget about what happened. But a certain smell or a certain image or something like that can bring back that depression. And talking to friends mm-hmm. about it is not going to help because their conclusions and opinions may not be the best, you know, uh, they may not help you, they may actually hurt you mentally, because mm-hmm. if something happens to you, and you're like, and, and they don't, they don't literally say, oh man, I would kill them, but that is something that you're interpreting as if, if I were you, I would kill them, and so you're gonna make those kind of bad decisions in your mind, and it's, it's not gonna wind up good for you. Dang. <clears throat> like most people like our age we think can conquer the world mm-hmm. yeah. and if you're depressed and talk to your best friend they might not be wise enough you gotta talk to someone who's older than you like someone in their 30s, 40s, 60s because they've been through life they They've been your age, and they've before. seen so you and talk done things that you've done. Yet the, mm-hmm. your friends are still in the same. See, that's the thing I don't <clears throat> understand: is that if you're going through something, talking to someone your age isn't going to help because if you don't know what you're doing, what makes you think they know what they're doing if they're at the same exact point in life Ooh. as you are? Mm, there, there is my drop. There it is. There it is. Mm. I felt that in my soul. You know? <clears throat> and I'm not even gonna I'm not Stables. even gonna hold you. Some people will hurt you on purpose. And to be honest, no. people say, Well, you're always gonna get hurt by someone. You just have to find the person who's worth sticking around and keep getting hurt by. And my opinion on that is no, you shouldn't. You should find someone who is never gonna hurt you ever again after they hurt you because you reap what you sow and you will find that as you go on in life you will get what you give which is why you should always give your best always give your good side to other people because that's the way that life is going to come back to you it's karma what goes around come back around there it is and and when my teacher used to say back in elementary, it like oh my, it was so annoying. Treat people how you like to be treated. Like my teacher used to say that all the time. Each grade say that all the time. And the more they said it, 
the more I processed it and the more I learned from it, like, the more I understand it. And that's the good thing about learning at a young age is that you can make mistakes, but eventually you will learn from them. Mm-hmm, yep. <clears throat> we're, we're just processing right now. What we're loading to be adults. Android. <laughs> did I hear Android? Oh, yeah, you did. But um, I'm all the struggles, all the adversity in childhood is definitely just a preparation for your adulthood. Yep. Like, what, what I heard, what people used to say, like, in seventh grade, a teacher said to me <clears throat> that Cole, Cole is rough, ugly, nobody wants it. But if you put some pressure on it, it turns to a diamond. And right now, we're Cole's. So I went and turned like 18, 20, maybe 30. We can turn to diamonds. And that's all Damn. life is, is you. I'm not going to say, well, yeah, putting pressure on yourself to be the best that you can be. Just like in wrestling. I'm, I'm on the wrestling team. My, my coach, he assigned us workouts that we can't do and what I do what I, when I start wrestling and working out I scream because that voice in my head telling me to quit the more I scream the more I ignore that voice like, and you know what that's very spiritual right there but I'm kind of <laughs> translating that as don't let other people Take others, take your word over everyone else's word. When you say that voices in your head are telling you to quit and you scream over them, it's making you focus on you and you're saying not to quit. I'm yeah. interpreting that as if someone <clears throat> tells you to do something and you don't want to do it, then fight it and listen to what you have to say because in the long run, what you have to say matters and what they don't, well, what they say doesn't. Yeah, just, just people's opinions. I mean, unless they're older and wiser and things yep. like that. Yep. People that, you will definitely but know it, the difference between people that will help you and people that will hurt you. People talking down on you, saying, like, you're ugly. Who cares? That, that's your opinion. I got, like, five people saying I'm cute. Who cares what you say? Dude. Like, come on now. Haters. Haters, man. I mean... Actually, I'm kind of thankful for my haters, and I'm not even saying that because... Here's my motivation. Yeah, I'm not even saying that because of that saying. I'm saying that because it makes me feel better about who I am, even though I'm a weird kid. You know, I'm the weirdest I'm person you so. will ever meet, but because... <laughs> Lies. Okay. Lies. Okay. I am. I, I am. <laughs> I'm probably not, but I am an extremely weird kid, and... I believe that, you know, when people hate on me, it just makes me feel better about who I am. Because why would you hate on someone because of something that they can or can't do? 
and I mean something that they can do unless you're just mad that you can't do it or can't be it or can't succeed at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I fair bring something up. So like <clears throat> I was a fat child and I could not do athletic things. Like it's not a child basketball, it's not shoot the ball, air ball. I wasn't strong enough. And every time I raced the other kids, I was never fast enough. But that that that, that child of me that was just my adversity. And now I overcame that. Now I'm better than before. I'm more athletic. I'm more mature. I'm more nicer. And I, I learned to control my anger. And and I control my weight. All that I learned. I learned to do more stuff. And that's something. While I was trying, I don't even I was know. Five percent. Now I'm ten. Oh, that's actually really good. I'm proud of you, man. Thanks, pal. But uh, I'm I'm gonna say this even on the public podcast. I don't care. You need to help me with that because when I get sad <clears throat> or angry, you're gonna find me at a fast food restaurant or sitting on my couch eating bowls of Cool Whip because that is what I do when I get depressed. I could not control anything when I was a kid. I'm, my mental state was so weak. Now, my my mental state is stronger than before. I, I can take stuff now. Like people, people can call me ugly, stupid, nasty, weird, all that. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care because like, I, I, I've learned to take that into my mind, into consideration. You know what I'm saying? It, you just got to practice with your mental state. True. If you're running and you get tired, your body may say stop quitting, but you have to tell yourself to keep going. Push yourself to the limit, no matter what. And, you know, I actually have nothing to say about that because I actually have many problems with that. If my, if my brain, my brain, I'm going to say this. I am very smart, but I. No, really? I never Okay. It's very funny. I'm very smart, but <laughs> I actually have a very weak mental state. Like, and I don't mean when people say, oh, you're stupid or you're ugly or you're weird and nobody's ever gonna like you i mean i can take that but if if Mm -hmm. if my body is telling me to quit and i keep going my mental state is eventually gonna make me quit or if i'm doing something and i don't want to do it my mental state is eventually gonna make me quit and i actually really need to work on that so i cannot help any of you with any of that because that is something that i am actually awful at I've been bullied my whole life. That that's how my mental state got stronger. I've been bullied for a long, long time. Ever ever since when I was a kid to seventh grade. Now in eighth grade, I've got stronger. I can't don't mess with me. Cause if they mess with me, I would get mad and I would do something that I would regret. <clears throat> And that's another thing that's not true. When people say no regrets, that is something that is completely unreliable. Yeah. 
Everyone has everyone regrets. Everyone has regrets. Everyone. And they make they could be about the stupidest thing. You could have regrets about stealing some candy from the store, but yeah. or, it's or, still a regret. Or bullying someone. And when people say no regrets, people people think, well, it's just a little piece of candy. And eventually, they'll work their way up from a little piece of candy to a candy bar. Uh, a car. A, you know, money. all of that. And it'll eventually get bigger and bigger until they wind up in jail because they didn't have regrets about it. They didn't feel bad about it because they they knew what they did was wrong. They just didn't care. Like, I, I'm going to be straight up honest with you right now. <clears throat> when I was a kid, I was so bad. I used to take stuff from the store. I used to take candy, toy like little finger toys, all that. I used to be mad. Like, not mad, bad. And people, I was a child. I, I, I wasn't trained to control myself. And now, like, I've learned that if you want something, you got to earn it. Like, if I want some money, I got to do stuff to get that money. I got to earn stuff. I have to work for stuff to earn it. Nothing free in this world. Nothing's free. That's completely true. Nothing is free, which is why you have to earn everything. And and that is definitely something that you have to work for. Um, mm-hmm. no, I, I think I already said that. I don't know. Um I'm like, I'm really I'm real this is really want respect. Yeah, this is really going deep into my head. And so I'm saying things to stall so I can figure out how to say what I'm thinking. Nothing in this world is free. So you're going to have to work for not, it. Not respect. And it's not, not going to be easy. And eventually, you know, work hard, honest living, that is going to gain you respect. Whereas, you know, if you're in a gang and you're a big mafia guy or whatever, you know, that's mm-hmm. not that, that's going to gain you respect, but it's not the kind of respect that you would want. It's kind of like being it, a kid. It's fear. You want attention, so you go out and you do something bad, like break somebody's car window. It's going to get you attention. It's just not the attention that you were looking for. Mm-hmm. It's like, <clears throat> like you say, you could break someone's car door, window, and people would be like, bro, what's wrong with you? But the good type of attention is getting an A on your test. People be like, hey, that kid's pretty smart. He's cool. I like that. It's like you got to earn respect, and not respect, not as in fear, not as like mafia. So like, if you mess with me, my money gonna be killed. That that's fear. That's not respect. That's fear. Yeah. And like, oh god, I just got something really good. Most. Kids become very disrespectful to their parents. Mm -hmm. And all I'm going to say about that is that being disrespectful to your parents is not good. But the only reason that most kids gradually become more and more disrespectful to their parents is because parents think it's disrespectful when you don't let them disrespect you. You need to be. You need to get disciplined. If get if you respect if if you disrespect someone, you need to get disciplined. And that's not even what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, 
parents think that it's disrespectful if you don't let them disrespect you. Like, your parents can disrespect you all they want. And the one Mm -hmm. moment you say something that's the slightest bit of disrespectful, you're in trouble. You know what I mean? And people I understand that. People get it like they get fed up with that. And that I think that's the main reason why people get smart with their parents. And a lot of crazy things happen in parents' household these days. And just because they're adults, like, okay, and you're adult, but you disrespecting me. If you put dirt on my name, like, come on now. Like, if you if you disrespect me, I disrespect you right back. Like that's life right there. Yeah, that's. What goes around come back and, around. And that's what kids do to their parents, which is, I'm not gonna say it's wrong, <clears throat> but I'm not gonna say it's right either. It really depends on how you're raised. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely not gonna go into stereotypes here because that would be very offensive. But it. I'll go over to stereotypes. I don't care. See, that that's exactly what I mean. It depends on how you were raised. <clears throat> so, um, what I'm, I'm how's, how's life? Go on. How's life? Um, life is very very difficult, which is why some teenagers end it. Which is something we should talk about. Suicide is definitely a topic we should hit real quick. Before we end this Can't you episode, can you elaborate? Um, suicide is definitely something that a lot of teens in America, well, actually, not even just in America, all over the world, teens commit suicide. And there's many, mm-hmm. many, many different reasons that teenagers do this. Um, bullying. Bullying is one of the very main reasons that teenagers commit suicide. Not even just teenagers, teen, yeah, teenagers, you know, middle schoolers, like everyone. Yeah, elementary, elementary kids. school. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so when people commit suicide, if you're thinking about committing suicide, don't do it. Think about. Your uh, so, so think about your family, think your about friends, your family, what, what and how much they would miss you, or think about mm-hmm. what you want to be and what you actually can be because you're good enough to do that. If you are thinking about permit, uh, crap, if you are thinking about committing suicide, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1 800 273 8255. Once again, that is 1-800-273-8255. You can also do online chats with people that can help you get through your problems so that you will not commit suicide, which is something that's actually a very, very touchy topic for many people. And it's open 24 hours a day, which means you can call or text anytime and they will be there to help you. And no, this is not promotional, by the way. Go on, Keenan. Uh, okay, and <clears throat> today's world, what well, I think in my perspective, it's all about mental. Like, who cares about how strong or fast you are? Like, you can be fat, lazy. I'm not trying to be mean, but like, you can. 
and like not the most cutest person in the world and and be the most brightest, most brilliant, intelligent guy in the world and like you can do stuff. It's all just all about mental. You gotta be smart and you have to be strong mentally. Just like suicide. Like people people commit suicide. Their mind cannot take the pressure. That's why they do it. They cannot take the pressure. I tried in seventh grade. I really did. I have friends to back me up. I just dropped it. That's real. And it's definitely not fun to uh, go through that. It's really not. So, if you are thinking about committing suicide, please call the suicide helpline because no one, well, I'm not going to say no one because there are some very, very evil people in this world. No one wants to see other people die. I mean, that could be completely false, but you have to be mentally ill to want to see others die. Like, you could be in China or in Africa or Russia. And it'll come on the news, you know, uh, mass suicides because of, um, you know, you're unaccepted or something like that. We're all going to be sad about it, which is why you can affect anyone. Every, like, you can affect someone that you've just seen. Like, I, I knew a police officer who uh, he was at my Taekwondo competition in Columbus, and I was really, really depressed after he got shot in a raid. And um, this just happened not too long ago, about a year or so ago, maybe two. But um, I only saw him once, yet he still affected my mental state, which is why you shouldn't, you definitely should not kill yourself because there are so many people you can affect. And uh, it, it could turn into a chain, you know? You could commit suicide, and that'll make someone else so depressed that they commit suicide. And then they were good friends with two Ooh. other people, and then they commit suicide. You know what I mean? It's it's not good. Mm-hmm. Like, get help. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny. Get some help. And I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm saying that in a good way, because you are better if you get help than if you don't get help. And I know that sounds really obvious, but I mean as a person. If you are brave enough to get help, then you are way better of a person than you are to be too ashamed to not get help. Yeah. And, like, imagine one of your best friends. And you're looking them dead in the eyes. And someone just pulled a bullet in their head. How'd you feel about that? Wouldn't feel good. Like, nope. And then you you might get depressed and say, I'm coming with you. Yay, we're, we're together forever. And then your family is right there. Y'all family right there thinking, oh my God, he's gone. She's gone. Like, we're all here for a purpose. Like, you're special in this world. We're all special. Yeah. We're all your. We're all here for a reason. And until you complete 
whatever you were sent here for, there's no reason that you should take yourself out of this world. Exactly. If it's time for you to go, you will definitely go. And I'm not even trying to say this to be mean, but you'll never know when or how you'll die. As long as you aren't the reason that it happens, no, you didn't do anything wrong. And I don't even know why I'm saying this, because I'm pretty sure everyone listening to this is alive. But, um, you know, you could get hit by a bus, and guts could be splattered all over the street. And I know that's very graphic, I apologize. But as long as you did your job on this earth, you should have no regrets, and you should... uh. I mean, def- people are definitely going to be sad, but you weren't driving the bus, so they're not going to feel like it's their fault mm-hmm. that you died. You know what I mean? I mean, the person who's driving the bus might feel like that, but, you know, accident. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry for the people who, who listen to this. Yeah, okay, so, later, I'm asking you a question. <clears throat> Imagine I died right now. To be honest, to me, I would die in peace because I I know that I gave love to everyone, and I, uh, if I if I gave love to everyone and get and respect to people, then I'm good. Like, and yeah, people might be sad, but that they'll still have memories. And you can't just go back every day wishing people were there. You can't just, like, relive the past. You got to be in the future. In the present. Mm-hmm. You got to be in the present and think about the future. And with that being said, we hope that you have a great night tonight, which means today. A great week, in fact. Yeah, have a great year. Because that is future, and you can actually change your future depending on your mental state. Believe that you'll have a good year. Make yourself have a good year. And with that being said, we wish you all the best. And thank you for listening to uh, episode one of Struggles of a Teenager in America. Also, I want to say one more thing. Live life. Like, it's your last day. And not, like, crazy. Just, like, live with your loved ones, family, friends. Give give love that you want. Give respect to everyone. If, if you see a, a homeless person on the street, go take them to the store. Buy them food. Show him respect. Even though you don't know him, just be nice. You have a great conscience. That's all I got to say right there. All right. Well, I guess we could listen to Keenan's outro now. Hit it, Keenan. <laughs> I <laughs> thank y'all for listening. I'm so glad y'all tuned in. And I hope y'all come back anytime. Tell us what we should talk about next. We'll talk, we'll argue, discuss, any of that. Come on now. Tune in. Just listen to us. We 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 woke. Stay woke, my friends. MLK. He spoke for our freedom or speech.
anybody deserve freedom of speech. That's it right there. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. All right, guys. We are out. Have a great rest of the <laughs> Bless you. And have a great year. <laughs> all right, guys. Peace. Love. Joy. Spreading it out to respect. all of you guys. Respect. Definitely respect. We give that to everyone. You should give that to everyone. And we hope you have a joyful peaceful, loving, and respectful year. Tune back in with us and we are out. Peace. Kisses.